0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At Dobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs.
1: For deals you can use, click on Dobbs.com now. First and 10 from the 27. Warner back to throw. Rainbows the far sideline, and it is caught by Isaac Bruce. Makes a move to the 30. 25-20, and they won't catch him today. Touchdown, play of the game in regulation. It is caught by Dyson. Can he get in? No, he cannot. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. is this down on the one yard line a terrific play call trying to give Dyson an opportunity to break a tackle Mike Jones It's Champions Week here on 101 ESPN with avowed Titans fan Brooke Grimsley who's frowning right now and former Steeler among other teams Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis we head to the celebrity line and joining us now is another former Steeler and another Super Bowl champ with the St. Louis Rams Mike Jones, one of my favorite St. Louisans. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. How about yourself? Doing good. I know you never get tired of hearing Al Michaels say and Mike Jones makes the tackle. Never. <laughs> I, I was telling earlier about how when you guys were in training camp, I felt really good about where you guys were headed. That was your third season with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, you'd brought in all this offensive talent. Your defense was already pretty good. What were you thinking, though, during training camp a- as things unfolded?
0: I'll tell you what's funny. Uh, that summer, before we get to camp, you know, I'm playing a celebrity basketball game. Joe Torrey has a game every year. So we're talking, and we're at hairstone, and they asked how we're gonna do. And I said, I feel real confident we're gonna make the playoffs. You could drop a pen in the doggone auditorium. <laughs> was like, you guys have won nine games in two years. And now you're saying you're gonna make the playoffs, and it just and it, it was it was just when we went through camp, when we went through mini camp, we had picked up a lot of guys. I mean, Adam Timmerman, without a doubt, I say this all the time. He was probably the, the, to me that year was. Of course, next to the Hall of Famer, Marshall was probably one of the best signings we had because he brought security and stability to that offensive line. And then, of course, we signed, uh, you know, Hall of Fame, Marshall Falk. And, you know, I just thought we we were really looking good. You know, we drafted well. Isaac was healthy. I mean, so we just felt that offensively in many camps, it was just a totally different team. We thought we were solid on defense. We thought, matter of fact, we thought we were a good team on defense. Uh, and and, and, ironic, and the last thing was that it really helped us when we, we, when we had to figure out who was going to be our middle linebacker and between London uh, and Lorenzo uh, battling for that position and Charlie Clemens, it just made our defense as much better. So we, we knew we had a you know good offense, good defense. We, knew, we thought we were going to be better on offense without a doubt. And we had some really good special teams.
1: Mike, outside of that famous tackle here, infamous in Tennessee, what is another <laughs> moment that just really just stood out for for you from that Super Bowl run?
0: You know what? Everyone says the same thing until you walk it, and Kerry Pike can say this: it's the journey. And I say this all the time when you when you go through a Super Bowl season and all the things you go through, you know the ups and downs. You know we we were six and zero going into Tennessee. How our run, our first losses to the Tennessee Titans. We lose to Tennessee in a game the first half. I mean, other than putting on a uniform, we didn't really do anything defensively, offensively, or teams. And then we come back and lose a game on a, on a field goal. You know, we missed a field goal, which we still complain about. He thought our guy got, got hit, but it is what he it did. is. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, so, you know, it, 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 it's ironic. And then we lose to Detroit, you know, a game that we were up. And that was the only game that year, that we were up and, and against, and, you that's know, the Philadelphia, you want to count that. But that's the only game we were up in which we lost a game on the drive. They drove down the field to beat it. So, you know, it was just all the different things that, that we went through that season. You know, you know everyone knows about the Kurt Warner story. And, you know, everyone knows about the trade, that you know, the best trade possibly in the NFL. You know, but just watching all the guys, you know, you see the Orlando Pace turning to the really growing to his own. You see... Dexter McLeon, you see all these young guys, Torrey Hope, you know, they, Isaac Bruce, you've seen the you know, the, the healthy Hall of Fame Isaac Bruce. All these different things, those are things you remember. You know, yes, the Super Bowl was great and you remember the ring and the ceremony and all that, but it is watching and seeing a team grow into a Super Bowl champion. That's That was the greatest thing I thought. Mike, what was the point uh, for me when we got to the Super Bowl, obviously the fanfare leading up to the week and you get to the game. Uh, For me, it was the opening kickoff where I realized, oh, we're we're in the Super Bowl. You see all the lights flickering and we're on kickoff return. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, Was there a point in that game where you realized, yeah, it's still a game, but it's the game? You know what? It was before the game. And I and I, had played with a guy that actually played for Cincinnati when they lost to the 49ers, Joe Kelly. Mm-hmm. So Joe told me in a the tunnel, they had to give him a brown paper bag because he thought hyperventilating. <laughs> so I'm like, man, come on, dude. We play, it's, it's a game. And I am dead serious. While we're waiting before the game, I can feel myself like getting, like I'm trying to hyperventilate. I'm like, I, I don't believe it. I'm doing the same thing Joe talked about. So, you know, but like you said, you know, until the kickoff, when you just run into somebody, it's kind of like wakes you up when you run into somebody, and then you realize it's just a football game.
1: Hey, Mike, one of the underrated aspects of that team, and by the way, the 1999 St. Louis Rams have the greatest point differential of any Super Bowl champion in in history. The only team with a greater point differential ever was the 07 Patriots that wound up losing the Super Bowl. But I don't think people recognize, because of how prolific the offense was, how great you guys were on defense, fourth in the league, and number one against the run.
0: You know what? We we were were the number one defense going into – the Philadelphia game, and we played a half, and, and then we lose the number one rating. So, but, I mean, I, we knew we had a good defense. You know, London Fletcher uh, came in and, and did a phenomenal job. We knew he was a good football player. We didn't realize how good he was till you started, started, started. And then you, you talk about Ty Light. You know, Ty Light was, was a the player that year. We had the best defensive line, I would say, in the NFL that year. DeMarco had 10 sacks. Kevin led the NFL in sacks. So, I mean, we just had a good group of guys. We had a great back end. People don't realize this. Keith Lyle at midseason may have been the best football player in the NFL. Hmm. And then he gets hurt. So, I mean, so we had a lot of good guys on that team that really played well that year. How ironic. The best year we have is the last year, I guess, the contract for for the Dome. It's a last year for a lot of guys that were that their contracts were coming up. So everyone kinda hit out of the ballpark.
1: Mike, I want you to tell two stories. I'm gonna have uh, two separate things here. Number one, I want you to go back to nineteen ninety eight and tell the story about how the guy sent you up to talk to Coach Vermil.
0: <laughs> so so Coach Vermil tell you this, every team he had, he almost had a mutiny on because he you know, he, he believed in working guys that hard. So I, I was a designated, you know, sacrificial lamb, for lack of a better <laughs> word. So so whenever something goes wrong, Mike, Coach, Coach Miller, listen to you. You go talk to him. So we had a team meeting, and they're talking. Now, this is the crazy part. We have a team meeting. So everyone's talking. You know, everyone's big and bad. And after the meeting, though, Mike, now you got to go tell Coach me. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. Hey, all, y'all, all you guys are talking all this stuff, but I'm the guy that got to be second. So I walk upstairs, and, and everyone knows Rounds Park. Coach Mills' office is in, the, is in the very back of the office. So you got to walk by everybody. So it's almost like a death walk. <laughs> so I walk in, and everyone knows knows I'm going to see Coach Mills. So he, it's, it's like people looking at you, their head kind of down, and shaking their head like, oh, okay, this isn't going to go well. So I walk in, I'm like, Coach, uh, we got a problem. He's like, you got a problem? I was like, yeah, some of you guys are kind of they, complaining. We're complaining about uh, you know, the, the length of the practice and da that. Da, da. So you can see him getting a little upset. He's like, okay, I'll come down and talk to you guys. So I'm like, okay, that went better than I thought. So he came downstairs and, and this is something that comes to me a bit different. And I, that, I think this kind of changed him. When he walked in, usually he walks, well, you know, those three, four steps you walk up, he walked up to the steps and he sat down on the steps. Like, okay, it's a little different. He said, okay, guys, what's going on? So, you know, guys thought that, you know, They didn't air it like we was doing as a team, you know. It it, it was politically correct, if if, if, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, but they they told him how he felt. He's like, okay, we'll we'll cut back on some different things, and he he cut back somewhat, you know. But he really didn't. Back to the following, the following year, then that's when you trust the guy. So and, and... I mean, but it, it, it was, it was, yes, it was comical, and it, and it, 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 was, it, me walking up, you know, like I said, guys putting the, the, the secretaries and the people working up front, kind of putting their head down, like this isn't going to go well, but it. It, it worked out well.
1: I can't imagine. And then you use the word the, the, trust, that he found trust in you guys. And to me, one of the biggest things, and I don't remember who told me, but uh, it, they were shocked when Coach told you guys that you could stay at home rather than be in a hotel for uh, Saturday nights for home games. What was that like for you when, when you realized, okay, he really trusts us?
0: Well, well, this is the thing. In training camp, this word, where I didn't get started. I got hurt. I hurt my knee. So I was out for a game. And, and of course, you guys, when they, hey, hey, Mike, go tell the coach I'll see if we can get the night off. So we were at the University of Illinois scrimmage against Indianapolis. So I, I'm walking up to coach. And I walk up to him and say, coach, got to talk to you. He said, okay, what's going on, Mike? I said, the guys want to know if they can have the night off. So he looked at me. He started walking, so I started walking with him again. He stopped, looked at me, said, tell him they got the night (laughs) on. And and that's kind of, that's where it kind of started. So we just, like I said, we kept pushing the envelope. Didn't always get everything we wanted. But, I mean, he really started trusting us and, and that really helped Mike, guess those little things, like a night off, that send the team into a frenzy. Like you are so excited about a day off or or a, a time off of a practice period that people don't understand how hard training camp is, especially back then. To get a day off, to get some time off, is like, oh, thank God, we are yeah, being man. smiled upon. Yeah, there you go. Like I said, like I said and I say it was ironic, Kerry. You say that. When I got, when I, the guys I played for, I played for two old school guys. I put three of them. I played for Archibald, Mike White, and then Coach Ramirez. So when I get to Pittsburgh, man, I thought I was in Club Med. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) We have have an hour and 15 minute practice from whistle to whistle, and I thought the guys were playing. I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) He supposed to whistle up Coach Kyle. looking around like, okay, this is some kind of joke or something, because I know the practice is not over. And when we get done, I'm like, Oh, man, I'm in heaven now. But, yeah, yeah, when you play for an old school guy, it, 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 if you out there three hours and you're trying to figure out how to get through the next period and you get done in a hot 15 minutes, oh, uh, yeah, you, you you count your blessings.
1: Mike, I just have to know, have you and Kevin Dyson ever talked about that tackle?
0: Me and Kevin Dyson, this is crazy as a sound, me and Kevin Dyson are, are friends. Hmm. We talk on the phone. We've done podcasts every year. We We talk about the play. You know, I I've been, I had dinner with Kevin, I went to Nashville, and we sat down. And, and the, the funny thing is, I sit down in a restaurant, and Kevin's sitting there, you know, and everyone's looking at Kevin, and, you know, you see him whispering. And then, and then one time, a waiter just walked up and said, hey, uh, who, who is this you, you're meeting with, Kevin? He said, uh, this is Mike Jones. If you could look in their face, like, <laughs> this ain't the guy that kept us from a Super Bowl. I'm like, and I'm just like shaking my head, like, this ain't gonna go well. I said, I Kevin, I can't eat that because I don't know what they're gonna put in my food. But You know, oh uh, yeah, it, it was, it was. It, but Kevin and I talk probably three or four times a year. That's awesome,
1: Mike Jones. Thanks so much for the time. I love you, and always great to hear your voice, and uh, glad to hear that you and the family are doing well.
0: Hey, thanks a lot. And like I said, we still supporting the Demetrius Jones Foundation. Make sure everyone gets out and support them. We, we got an event coming up here soon, so. You'll get the information from Randy, and we'll go from there. All right, we'll talk. Thank you, Michael. Take right, care. Thanks. See Bye. you later. Thank
1: you, guys. Bye. That's uh, Mike Jones. And one thing you can hear there, one thing about Coach Vermeil is he collected great people.